This morning, um, I'm just going to kick off from a bit of a theme we st- I started a couple of weeks ago, and um, and we'll see where we go. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I um, was sharing on uh, how David and Saul. Who was here? Who heard that message? Lift your hands in the air, wave them like you just don't care. Um, and you know, I talked about uh, Saul how he had lost um, lost perspective in his life when he looked at David's victories. And at that point, and so Saul was was not focusing on what God could do through his life. He was just looking at someone else and he was like, oh my gosh, this guy is so much better than me. And and so Saul lost vision for his life and in the end David succeeded him. And so we're just going to pick up um, a little bit more of that story today. And I'm going to just open with the Bible because the Bible is awesome. It's the Word of God. It's the inspired Word of God to us. And so this is from... 1 Samuel uh, 30. I've got a PowerPoint up there as well for those who didn't bring the Bibles. Hey, if you're visiting with us today um, or you're here for the first time, big welcome to you as well. It's great to have you with us. I'm Glenn the Pastor. And if you want a little bit more info um, about us, then talk to the person next to you or grab a, um, a welcome brochure from the info desk after the service. So we're going to kick this off. 1 Samuel 30. Um, Here we go. David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag. They attacked Ziklag and burned it and had taken captive the woman and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them but carried them off as they went on their way. So Ziklag, just in a snapshot, that's David's home village at this time. That His, his, his army's returned. They've, they've been at war. They've come home and they have found that their, their village had been destroyed. And so so it says, when David and his men uh, reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire and their wives and sons and daughters had been taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured. Um, words there. David was greatly distressed because the men were taken, <laughs> were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter, uh, bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters, but David found strength in his Lord. Then David said to Abitha the priest, priest <laughs> the son of, another big word, bring me the ephod. Abathar brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them, he said. You'll certainly overtake them and succeed in in the rescue. And so that's what they did. David set out and he, uh, he to overtake uh, the the team that had, had uh, the the um, enemy that had come in and, and taken his uh, family away. And I just want to show you this clip right now, just so slot that away. Are we good to go? Here we go. Who likes Top Gear? Who likes Top Gear in silence? What we've got here was we're driving on the skating rink and the the ice skate is going a lot faster than me and I'm getting really, really annoyed because I can't get any traction, right? Still got no sound. It's quite handy, actually, because I'm sure there was lots of swearing. No.
So we've got a car and a man. The man is on, on ice skates, purpose designed, built for ice. And then we've got a car that has got, uh, that he's like, he is revving the heck out of the engine and it's going absolutely nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. Sliding, skidding, that looks pretty cool. But no speed. Thanks, we'll, we'll cut it off there. Do you know, um, I just want to take the first point I'm going to share about today and just and, and talk around that. You know, David uh, was commissioned to pursue, overtake, and recover. And so, do you know, in any pursuit that we have in life, we need traction. Traction is, is something that you've got when you've got a grip on whatever you're on. Okay. Abathur the priest said to David, I want you to pursue them. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the, res- in, in the rescue. So David had to find some traction. He had to find some hope. He had to get some momentum to get going to where he needed to be. Do you know, as Christians, we are called and equipped and anointed to go to pursue the enemy to seek out God's purposes for our lives, to overtake and recover all that God has for our lives. We're called to have traction in His kingdom. You know, there's so many people um, that, you know, not you people, of course, in life, who, who feel like they're going somewhere. Their engine's revving. They are pumped about what they're doing, but they're actually not moving anywhere because they are not connected to the cause of Christ in their life. Do you know the Church of Antioch in the in the uh, in the New Testament? It was the it was the first church where the word Christian became a relevant word for followers of Christ, and it simply meant that Christians uh, were little Christ. They were looking at the people of that church, going, "My gosh, they're just like Jesus. They're just like Jesus in the way they respond. They're just like Jesus with their heart. They're just like Jesus in the way they love others." If I'm too loud, you can turn me down. I seem loud, and maybe it's the fallbacks. Colossians one twenty-seven says this. This is in the Phillips Bible. God has planned to give a vision of the full wonder and splendor of his secret plan for the sons of men. And the secret is simply this, Christ in you, yes, Christ in you, bringing with him the hope of all glorious things to come. Christ in you is the hope of glory of things to come, of great things in the future to pursue. It is all because Christ is in you. Do you know, I want to tell you today that there is no other great pursuit in life than the cause of Christ. You need to pursue Jesus Christ more than you need to pursue any other cause in your life because your life will flow from the position and the authority and the inspiration and the revelation that you have in Jesus Christ. He is the greatest cause on this planet. Do you know, the thing about surrendering your life to Christ, because you cannot be actually a part of the cause of Christ unless you surrender to Jesus Christ. And you cannot be a part of this cause unless you give Him access into your world. 
You cannot be a part of the plan, the wonderful plan, the wonderful adventure. As we saw today, like the redeemed life on that video clip, we saw the beauty of what can come from someone who is directionless, hopeless, and, and, and has no future. When Jesus Christ breaks into your life, there is nothing but His goodness and grace that will flow from your life, but it starts with surrendering. He is knocking at the door of our hearts. Do you know, um, I just, I don't want you guys, and I'm talking to Christians here today, I don't want you to uh, just clip a ticket, come to church, say a few prayers, and miss out on being disengaged with the cause of Christ in your life. You know, we are, we're not here to do church. We're here to be the church. And we've got to give them permission to stretch us, challenge us, breathe life into us, encourage us, fill us, inspire us. You know, David was at the point of despair. He heard that his men were going to stone him. And what did he do? He went and he sought God. It says, but God, but David found strength in the Lord. But David found strength in the Lord. Do you know, he didn't know what he was going to do. He didn't, he didn't know what the next step was for him. He was completely clueless about how he was to, to respond. But, he, but the word says that he found strength in the Lord that day. Do you know, it's okay to be a Christian and, and, and be completely clueless to what God is doing in your life. <laughs> Tell your neighbor that it's okay to be clueless. Come on. You can be clueless, but you can still find strength in the Lord. You can still find strength in His goodness. Um, you know, we are commissioned to bring the revelation of what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ as parents and leaders in this place. We, we have a commissioning from Jesus. Uh, I, I remember... A, just a, a month or so ago, with the, with the kids, I just um, I just really wanted to give a family a meal. Actually, we're like, oh, it'd be so cool to bless this family. It was a Friday night, and they've just been really busy. No, they haven't had children, or we're in crisis, or anything like that. But I was just like, let's just let's just give this family a meal, and and so I thought we'll give the parents some Indian, and we'll get some KFC uh, for the uh, for the children. And so all the kids, uh, our kids, wanted to be a part of this as well. So I took the um, I took the kids through uh, the drive-through, uh, and um, we ordered we ordered in the drive-through, and and as as we were going through the drive-through, it actually dawned on um, the 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 kids that I out my kids that I had with me that they weren't getting KFC, <laughs> and it wasn't actually yeah, and and the excitement I think waned at that point. Do you know, because they had an expectation as well. And, but I wanted, to, I wanted this to happen because I wanted to explain to them that sometimes when we, when we, uh, when we follow Jesus, uh, we sacrifice for the sake of others. We, it's, it's just a, a small thing, and it's, and it's not like I went and saved the world. I just, we just gave a meal. But uh, sometimes we, we do get to miss out when Jesus is in our lives. Because his, you know, he, he, he is demanding, uh, demanding, he actually, to fill us completely and to, and to uh, pursue the life that he has for us, he actually requires that we surrender all. 
And that means sometimes getting a bit lower with what we want, getting a bit lower with uh, the dreams and the things that we have in our own mind that are going to work out for us. Sometimes it means we might need to relinquish those things. And, and I think as a church, we actually uh, we need to be mindful of this in the way that we raise our children as well and, and, and show them that, 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 it, that following Jesus is a sacrifice as well. That it is a sacrifice. That sure, great blessings come through being a child of Jesus, but also great responsibility also we carry when we carry the cause of Christ in our lives. You know, um, it's uh, like God continually reminds me that when I'm pursuing big dreams, when I'm pursuing His dreams, they're just not all about me. They're not all about me. Galatians 2.20 was a scripture I learned and meditated on for, for probably a couple of years in my early 20s. And, and it was, it's been such a powerful scripture for me. And it's, you know, I have been crucified with Christ. Swallow that. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I that lives but Christ lives in me. How does that look in your world? I can't answer that. And I don't want to put anything on you today other than the Word of God. I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. The life I live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and He gave Himself for me. You know, we just can't do church. We can't just do Christian life. We are called to surrender our lives to Christ. We had a cool discussion at staff this week about, you know, what love really was. And, and, and um, I think Josh said that he had heard this, that the opposite of love is not hate, it is apathy. You know, when we just stop caring, when we, when we just disengage from uh, what God is, what his agenda is, what his greater purpose is for our lives, we, we, we stop stepping out. We stop responding out of his nature because we actually are disengaged from his nature. You know, Kevin from Manna for Life, um, who we did briefly talked about this morning said you know live a life that demands a kingdom explanation when he was here earlier this year live a life that demands a kingdom explanation do you know uh, gaining traction as a christian as a as a follower of jesus in the kingdom starts by surrendering our lives that he may live through us that he may be alive through us, that the hope of glory, see Christ in you is the hope of glory. It's the hope of his glory to be revealed to the earth. And it's also the hope of your glory as well. You're to be a part, it's in you. You're to be a part of the glory. Do you know in uh, James, I was reading last night, James 3, I think it is, he says this really obnoxious thing to us humans. And he says, our life is like a vapor. The wind blows and it is gone. 
uh, the living version says, our life is like the morning mist. You know, we are here for a moment in time. We are here, you know, and we want to make the most of being here. And sometimes moments can feel like the longest moments. And some, when I look back, I just turn 40, I just go, where did it go? We don't have long. You don't have long on this planet. And I just want to encourage everyone today to surrender to the cause of Jesus Christ. It is his heart in 2 Peter 3 verse 9 that none should perish, but that everyone should come to repentance. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What happened to David that day when the Amalekites came in and raided his community, took all the property, took all the people, took everything away, is what the devil's plan and intention is for our nation, for our town, for our family. He, he, and he is doing that. He has done that. But David sought the Lord. He strengthened himself in the Lord. And he went on to pursue, to overtake, and to recover. He, and he recovered all. No, no, no person was lost and nothing was lost. Do you know when we step up into, into the cause of Christ... We step into the miraculous nature of his purposes for our lives. You have in front of you the opportunity to be a person who lives in miracles. When when you've decided to overtake everything that has robbed, uh, you know, uh, around you, been taken around you, God will provide a way through and he will bring breakthrough so that you can, you know, recover all which is what David did. Let's just stand this morning. You just, let's just stand without music. Yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit. We just, um, we just thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence here right now. We just thank you, that we have an opportunity to be ones who are followers and leaders. Ones who carry a heart of love and a heart of grace and a heart of purpose with an expression of freedom. Jesus, we just want to surrender to you today in obedience to the cause of Jesus Christ, to no longer living, but Christ living in us. We want to give you permission to come into our hearts again and burn. Holy Spirit, release your fire to us. Give us a vision of what your cause is for our lives. Give us a greater vision and a greater perspective. We just break apathy today in Jesus' name. We smash that thing. Christ in us is the hope of glory. 
Holy Spirit, pull us out of our comfort zones and show us the, the, new, the new season that we're stepping into. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If there's anyone here today and you just know that you, uh, you want to respond to Jesus Christ today and you want to surrender your life to Him, Maybe it's for the first time, or maybe it is a, a time where you're going, I want to, I just need, I need him. I need, I need to know what it is to feel his passion. I need to know what it is to feel alive again. I need, I need to get out of my comfort zone and I'm going nowhere. My wheels are spinning and I'm going nowhere. Today, if you want to surrender your life to Jesus, I just want to simply invite you to just put your hand up and say, that's me. I want to surrender to Jesus Christ today. Awesome young man. Awesome. Awesome. Is there anyone else today who just saying, I just want to surrender? I'm prepared to say that my life is not my own anymore. My life is in the hands of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, for those with their hands raised right now, Lord, we just just release your your love over them, Lord, over every person right now. Just your love and your grace, Lord, just to flow and sustain and to motivate and to heal. Lord, we just declare redemption over all lies here today, God. Redemption and transformation. Yeah, church, let's just pray for those right now. Just just pray for those people with their hands raised. Jesus Christ, we just release the revelation of Jesus Christ to those ones with their hands raised right now. The revelation, a new revelation of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. If you're here today and you feel like your vision is waning for why you're a Jesus follower, then I just want to give you an opportunity to respond in the same way this morning. You see it today and you're going, why am I, why am I following Jesus? What, what is my life about? What is my call about? And I just want to ask you too, if you want to raise your hand and just receive a new revelation today of what it's all about for you and your place and your position in life, just slip your hand up if that's you, if you want a greater revelation today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Really, that should be all of us. Holy Spirit, we just thank you right now, Lord, for a greater revelation of what you're doing and what you're saying, Lord. Lord, around our workplace, Lord, around our family, around our friends, Lord, how can we break into lives? How can we bring breakthrough for those struggling around us, God? Lord, how can we see our high school one, Lord? Lord, how can we see the lost one, Lord? How can we see, Lord, people who have got stuff being stolen from them? How can we see that being recovered again, Lord Jesus? Lord, just release that, Lord, today. Release clarity and vision and wisdom in Jesus' name today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.